T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Let's get right to our guest here. We've talked about January 6th a little bit this uh, this show, but I, I wanted to bring on Michael Letts. He's the CEO and founder of Invest USA. Do a lot of great grassroots, nonprofit work, uh, chief among which is uh, helping buy equipment for police officers. Right, Michael? That's correct. We provide uh, active shooter vests and concealable vests for officers in need, and we have quite a few of them that are still in need across the country. So uh, let's get right into this January 6th stuff. Let me walk down just the questions list that I have here. First of all, and we've talked about this quite a bit this week with even some congressional representatives and things, saying that Nancy Pelosi seems really reluctant to put out all of the evidence that they have from what happened on January 6th. Why is that? Is is Pelosi actually hiding things or is just this the way things go? No, I would tend to believe that it is something's being hidden. I think see, that is what's so concerning to law enforcement. Is if you're going to do an investigation, make sure you have full transparency. You should not already have reached a foregone conclusion and then try to make your issues fit into that narrative. It never works that way. The only way it works is if you have full disclosure and all the facts on the table. And quite frankly, Pelosi was very involved with the sergeant in arms. She had ample alert ahead of time, days ahead of time, about the rally being held, her concern that it may bleed over into some kind of a protest. They had been offered the National Guard twice, declined it. And so because of that, we want to see all the transcripts, all the emails, all the text that are part of this investigation, part of everything that transpired on that day and the days prior. And when you refuse to make it public, the public has a right to question why. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about all the video evidence that's there because you're talking about somewhere that's that's highly recorded. You know, this is the Capitol building. It's not as if uh, you needed a, some random satellite footage. There's cameras everywhere there. And so in the building, outside the building, but we haven't seen all of it. And congressional representatives, Republicans themselves in Congress are asking why aren't we seeing all of this? But that could change if Republicans take back the House. We're talking a year away, but it still could happen, right? There's no question. You were talking about 14,000, not 14, not 1,400, 14,000 hours of video still to be released. Uh, that begs the question, why? What will the videotapes show that we don't want the general public to know? 
Because you remember the narrative is very simple. The narrative is that a crowd of supporters were stirred up and made an attempt to do a basic coup of the government on the U.S. Capitol. The problem where it breaks down is that was a coup attempt. That's the most inept coup attempt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> there were no weapons. There was no contingency plan. There were no layouts as to you know who takes what, what doors need to be smashed in, what did not, et cetera, et cetera. And does it show? Here's the key question. And of course, we've already seen some video that was taken by individuals that answers these questions. Did the Capitol, U.S. Capitol Police, facilitate and allow people in without warning or without trying to keep them from access to it? Or is it as the narrative is that we stormed the Capitol and busted through doors, busted through gates, and uh, like an old-time movie where you have battering ramps? Can't find any evidence at the moment. We're talking with Michael Letts this morning. He's the CEO and founder of Invest USA. So let's talk about that a little bit with the law enforcement procedures. Did you see that they, they were breached? You know, were did law enforcement handle this correctly? They did not. And uh, here's why we can make that with such an authoritative statement. First of all, on a sworn uh, deposition given at the U.S. Capitol, in prior hearings, they knew, the U.S. Capitol Police knew, so did the sergeant at arms, so did the Speaker of the House, their concern, because they expressed that their concern about a rally and could it bleed over into a protest at the U.S. Capitol. So having been given ample warning, first of all, there should have been a contingency plan in place. Equipment should have been passed out, riot gear, if they really believed that there was a threat. Riot gear should have been in place in all stations. They should have beefed up the presence of the U.S. Capitol Police. They should have had a reserve, i.e., the National Guard. You didn't have to have them standing there, but you should have certainly had them in reserve waiting should there be a breach and should they be needed. We can find no evidence of any contingency plans. Of course, they refused to give us the records. So was there a contingency plan developed that was not followed? Was there a contingency plan that was developed that they don't want you to see that actually encouraged people? to come into the U.S. Capitol? All these are very pertinent questions. And for the American public, we expect, we demand, we expect transparency. That's the only way you have confidence in an investigation. All the facts on the table, good or bad, you take where the truth leads you. And we're not getting that out of our government at this moment. Yeah. Michael, you know, there's so many different little points of reference, little storylines and things that, you know, facts and figures that we're all aware of from last January that have been made, <laughs> been made public for over a year now. One of them is Ashley Babbitt. You know, she was shot inside the Capitol. Right. How, how can a police officer, because this is, to me, maybe this is normal, maybe it's not, but a Capitol police officer shot her, killed her. And Correct. as as of present, I've not heard really anything. I don't know. Maybe this has been publicized, but not much because I haven't seen it. I don't know who the officer is. Certainly, I haven't seen any disciplinary action or anybody really asking a question of why that happened of the officer. The question has been raised. Why would you discharge your weapon when there is no immediate threat? She did not have a weapon. She was not even standing or poised in a position to create an imminent threat. She was crawling through a window. So, I mean, she's not lunging at you with a knife 
are lunging at you with some object that will cause you bodily harm or members that are around you. Uh, there literally is no excuse from a procedural standpoint as why that firearm was discharged. And for there to have quickly been, the speaker helped make sure that there was a quick internal investigation. First of all, you don't do internal investigations, not on shootings you know, involving an officer. It's always passed over to the agency. This one was done internally. I was shocked that that would stand, that they would not ask for an outside audit investigation. The internal audit simply said he was justified in using deadly force, gave no rationale, no reason. He was justified because of A, B, C, and D. There was no rationale justification. Just a blanket statement, he was justified, case closed. Never seen one done that way. Another is law enforcement in any other place seen it done that way. That begs the question, why? We're speaking with Michael Letts. He's the CEO and founder of Invest USA. And up to this point, you know, I'm asking you factual questions. You're giving me factual answers. And that's exactly what I wanted because there's a lot of times that the facts get overlooked for political purposes. But I, I do want to ask your opinion as somebody who's watched this happen for a year or just as an American who's been watching this happen for a year. Uh, the January 6th commission, of course, is in my opinion, highly partisan. Apparently that's in America's opinion. <laughs> that's according to polling. Um, most Americans think that that is a highly partisan commission. Uh, even if they agree with it, they do believe that it is a partisan thing. So let me ask you this. What is the point of it? Why do you think that they continue to beat that drum? They want to make it news. They keep grabbing it and saying, look at this. Why? I think it's a very simple explanation that we can all understand. There is conservatism that they're after. It's the exact opposite of their values. They are attempting to take away the last freedom this country enjoys, to make it a third world country, to make it a socialist, communistic country. They can't do that when the vast majority of Americans are seeing, first of all, the beginning results and fruits of that. Look at the crime rate across the country. Highest it's ever been on homicides, property crimes, smash and looting. Americans do not want to live in fear. That's where they're at today. So the Republican, I mean, the Democratic Party is attempting to make sure that we squash anybody who has conservative values, make them think twice about being public about their values, gathering together to protest policies that they feel like are wrong, or gathering together to support conservative values for people they think are doing the right thing. They've got to destroy the will of the American people to resist. It's the only way they can take over. And this was one effort that they're trying to do. They're trying to send a very clear message. You want to believe in conservative values? You want to have character? Well, guess where it's going to get you? It's going to get you in jail if you do anything close about that. Because look at what happened to the quote-unquote protesters. Hundreds of them locked up, still in jail after a year without bond, without due process, not only is it unconstitutional, it's unheard of, unprecedented in American history. That's what dictators do. That's what communists do. And that's where they're headed with this country unless we stand up and we are the majority. No question in my mind, the vast majority of Americans do not support that platform. They want law and order, and they want values that work. And those are conservative values. We've demonstrated that. They know that. So this is a ditched effort to send a clear message. If you believe in conservative values, stay home. Keep your mouth shut. It's not going to work. 
Michael Let's thank you so much for joining us this morning. Let me give you the opportunity to just tell people if they want to find out more about your organization, grassroots nonprofit organization called Invest USA. Where do they find that? They can go to our website, investusa.org. It's charity.org. There's a litter of things you can do to support the thin blue line, which is crumbling. And we need to shore it up to make sure we continue to preserve life, liberty, and freedom in the United States of America. Thank you so much for your opportunity, and God bless you, and God bless America. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you. Appreciate your organization and your time this morning. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.